All right, welcome. You're uh, watching Amateur Radio Roundtable. This show's about ham radio. If you're out there on uh, listening on shortwave on WBCQ on 7490, we're glad you're with us. And uh, if you are, send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Send us an email. Let us know where you are, how you're hearing the station. We'll get you a QSL card from uh, WBCQ. We're running low power, only 50,000 watts, but the shore station does get out pretty good. Uh, and different times of the day, it covers different parts of the world. You know how propagation works. So we'd love to hear from you. And uh, you can also tune in to our show live on Tuesday nights if you just go to uh, W5KUB.com. W5KUB.com. And you can join the show, watch the show, see everybody. You can join in the chat room. <clears throat> so one of the things that we're trying to do, guys, we need your help. Uh, st statistics show probably only about 40% of the people watching are actually subscribed to the show. And we really, really need you to subscribe, if you will. And, you know, one of the problems has been our fault. Uh, I haven't had a subscribe button on our channel for over six years. You might be able to find it on, on a YouTube if you're watching over on a YouTube uh, website. But if you're uh, we're watching on the W5KUB, you probably didn't see a, a uh, subscribe button. So I've added a subscribe button for you, and um, I'll show it to you. It's right, uh, it's right there. It's uh, down in the very uh, uh, right uh, corner. Uh, you can just uh, click on that little box right there. That's the uh, subscribe button, that little red box right there, if, uh, if you will. Please hit subscribe, uh, please hit uh, the notification button, and hit the likes. Uh, all those kind of things help us out with the show. It helps us to advertise the show and get higher rankings uh, within uh, eBay, not eBay, uh, YouTube. And uh, uh, it helps, us to, helps uh, YouTube to promote our show. When people are looking for things like ham radio, uh, we'll pop up there, and, and that's where a lot of our people come from, is that little pop-up that uh, that YouTube sends them. We are talking about eBay earlier. There is a, I guess most of you know, there's a international shortage of chips, computer chips. You just can't get them. Uh, I, I usually work with some big suppliers here in the U.S., like DigiKey and others, uh, and get my parts. They're out of them. Uh, I have bought off eBay, and uh, I have uh, placed several orders recently on eBay. Uh, and they say the chips are in stock, but then about a week later, I get an email back, and they've refunded my money. And uh, even though they're saying they're in stock, they're really not. It just there's a chip shortage. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, the U.S. really, really needs to get into the business of making our own chips because if something happened, let's just say uh, China and we uh, had a you know major uh, uh, a major problem here between us, and you know we weren't really trying to help each other out. Boy, they could cut our chips off. Did you know right now there are thousands of brand new uh, twenty uh, what is it twenty twenty one pickup trucks and cars uh, 
sitting in lots right now uh, because they, they were manufactured, but they can't get the chips for the cars. So they're all sitting out there. And uh, they talked about destroying all of them. But uh, what they've decided to do, last I heard what they've decided to do is take all the uh, 2020s and they're going to rebrand them as 2021. So this will be the first time, I guess, there has not been a model change over a period of a year. So if they can ever get the chips, they'll they'll be able to sell those cars. <clears throat> so that's kind of where we are there. So, hey, please subscribe. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. There it is down in the bottom uh, bottom right corner. We'd, we'd love to have you do that. Um, also, uh, join our Facebook group. We've got a great Facebook group, over 12,000 people in our Facebook group. Uh, it's a ham radio Facebook group. It's just it's called Amateur Radio Roundtable, but uh, that's an awful long name to type in. If you just search for W5KUB, uh, you will find uh, the, the, the um, Facebook group, and, and please join it. We're letting everybody in here. Well, I, if you're a ham or have an interest, we're letting you in. As you know, on Facebook, there's a lot of bogus uh, people trying to get in, and uh, we, uh, we probably reject about 50 per day of people trying to get into uh, our uh, Facebook group. So if we uh, if we had not rejected those, our Facebook group would have probably been about forty thousand right now. But uh, we're we're holding it down to uh, ham radio operators, shortwave operators, people of, that are interested are truly interested in uh, ham radio, shortwave electronics, things like that. So that's where we stand uh, on that. <clears throat> um, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, I expect uh, Glenn Popil to join us in a few minutes. He's running a little late. Uh, Alan uh, has uh, uh, come down ill, and he's not going to make it. So right now, I'm holding down the studio all by myself. And um, we're still going to have quite a few things to talk about tonight. We've got Raisha. Raisa. I can't. I'm sorry. Raisa. R1 BIG. Uh, from uh, St. Petersburg, Russia. It's going to be on the show. We're going to have a segment uh, with her uh, a little later in the show doing some portable operation uh, in in uh, Russia. So uh, I think uh, I think you'll uh, like that. All right. Well, I see, you know, you guys, you sending me links I've already looked at. You know, Alabama, I, 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 I got an email today from them where they've canceled my order and refunding my money. Those chips just aren't there. Uh, I did find a company in Florida that manufactures uh, circuit boards, and um, he—they've uh, got—they've got hundreds of thousands of chips. And he had two of my AT Mega 328s in stock in his stock, and he's gonna—he said he would give them to me. I, I was expecting him to put them in an envelope and mail them to me. But it's been about 10 days now. I have not seen them. So I don't know if he went into his stock and they just weren't there. He said he had two, and that was it, down in Florida. Uh, hey, big companies like DigiKey and everybody, they don't have them, believe me. So uh, I appreciate everyone helping me to try to look for them. Uh, most of the leaks that you're sending me, I've already looked at, and they're just not there. Um you know, one of the one of the things somebody mentions uh, from time to time is 
they wonder how we get by playing music, you know, here on YouTube. And uh, some people say it's illegal and things like that. We actually have a license with BMI, Broadcast Music Industry, in Nashville, Tennessee. It's one of uh, two different places you can get licensed, I think. And uh, every song we play, we file quarterly. Every quarter, we send in every song we play, and we pay yearly for that license. So that kind of, you know, that makes it legal. Uh, we're allowed to play the music on the Internet. Now, YouTube does have some music, free, you know, royalty-free music. But the stuff is like crap, man. Have you ever listened to any of it? I, I went through like 500 songs the other day just to see if I could find something I like. And out of 500, I, I didn't find anything at all that I liked. Uh, it, was, it was all terrible. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, so that's the story there. Um, uh, let me jump back to Facebook a minute. Uh, I know many of you have asked to be friends with me on Facebook. I am not approving uh, uh, friends on my personal fa Facebook page. Uh, it's family only, basically. I, there's a few people that got in in the beginning, but it's uh, family and very close friends only. Uh, and uh, you can imagine with 12,000 people in our ham radio group, I, I, I have upwards to 12,000 people wanting, wanting to join my uh, personal page, and I just don't need 12,000 people on my personal page. So I hope you understand. I spend 99% of my time on um, on the uh, ham radio group page. So if you want to get in contact with me or message me, that's where I am. You'll, you'll find me there probably easier. Uh, then you will if you were, were on my personal page there. <clears throat> storms. Everybody knows about the storms, man. It was terrible. Uh, these are, you know, I'm hearing on the news today that the uh, the uh, tornado that went on up through into Kentucky, it may have even been in like an F4. They're still trying to figure that out right now. I think it was pretty powerful. I think it could be an F4. It might have uh, reached F5 at some point. It started over in Arkansas, just uh, west of us, uh, where I grew up. Uh, that was my neighborhood where I grew up over there. And it started heading northeast. And uh, it went just a little north of us here in Memphis. Went a little north of us and uh, went across Tennessee and then up into Kentucky, as most of you guys uh, know. Um not a whole lot of damage in the Memphis area. I, we had one death in the Memphis area caused by the storm. And, um, but we, uh, we ran on generator. We, were, we lost power here, and we ran on generator for two days. So uh, I had a 8,000-watt uh, generator uh, out there that I was able to uh, plug the house into and, and run um, and keep us going. He even kept the neighbor going. Ran extension cord over to the neighbor's house, and he ran uh, minimum uh, minimum things over there. So we got by fine. Uh, we got by fine. And um, there was Glenn popping in here. So we got by fine on that. Now you know I'm still waiting on my I'm still waiting on my Generac 22,000 watt home generator to be installed here. Uh, and again, I think that's caused by the supply chain. You know, we're talking about you can't, there's a worldwide shortage of chips. That's probably due to the supply chain. Uh, uh, 
And uh, who knows? The, the reason my generator may be delayed is they may be waiting on chips just to complete the generator. The last I was told, the last update, even though I ordered this generator in June, July, first week of July, and I paid for it the first week of July, uh, they, uh, they're telling me now that it, it's supposed to ship from the factory on December 27th. So I hope in the month of January I can get my 22,000-watt uh, generator uh, uh, put in. In the meantime, I've got a portable generator out there that got us by. All right, let's see what's going on. Glenn just joined us. Hey, Glenn, how you doing, man? You're going to get three. I'm going to give you five, normally at 10 demerits, but tonight I'm only going to give you five demerits for being late. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing real good now. Whoa. A whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah, I hear you've been into some type of uh, auction, man. Well, what kind of stuff are you buying? And, and why didn't you share that with me so I could bid against you? I might need some stuff. Now, that's why I didn't tell you about no, it. Oh, man. <laughs> it was an uh, equipment rental firm uh, here in Memphis, and they were auctioning off all their PCs and projectors and printers and all sorts of stuff. I hope you got me a projector. I need a projector. No, none of the ones they had were worth anything, oh. and they they got bid up in a hurry. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I was extremely selective in uh, what I was after, uh-huh. and uh, I actually won pretty much everything I wanted. They had a couple of mixers, uh, audio mixers there, um, and they got bid up very quick, very high. So all of the audio and video stuff was just, people paid way too much for it. They got yeah. auction fever. Well, you know, I would imagine, there's so much stuff out on eBay. I would imagine you could probably find something out there probably close to the same price that you might get at an auction. I don't know. Yeah, and that's that's my yeah. baseline is I will look through their catalog and see if there's something I want, and then I'll price it off on eBay. And uh, then decide how badly I want it based on that eBay price. And, yeah, yeah. You know, if the price, if the bid goes over that eBay price, I'm like, the heck with that. I'll just order it off of eBay. Yeah, you take a little chance on eBay, but you know, you know, the, the eBay is pretty good about uh, about guaranteeing stuff. Uh, oh yeah. If you know, if if the if the uh, eBay auction or whatever it is, buy me now. If, Unless it says as is, no returns. You know, right. if 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 it comes to you and it doesn't work or it's got a problem, I have found that uh, eBay pretty well makes it good. Yeah, and I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, I use the buy it now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. In this particular case, I was uh, I came across a laser printer, uh, you know, a couple of years back, about a year and a half back. And they actually had several of that same model they were auctioning off. So I was like, oh, would be nice to get a spare or parts or whatever. So I ended up getting three laser printers. And uh, they're, they're monochrome, but that's what I need for the book stuff. And uh, needed to get some new monitors. So yeah. 
snag. They had a boatload of 20-inch monitors. Now, wait a minute. Are these the big uh, uh, CRT-type monitors, or are they flat monitors? These are computer monitors, flat computer monitors. Oh, flat, flat screen, okay. You know, the others are pretty much obsolete now. You can find those on the side of the street. No, these yeah. are late model 20-inch uh, monitors, but nobody yeah. wants the 20-inchers. And yeah. So I did. I, I wanted uh, to replace mine. Yeah. And uh, anything over 20 inches got bid up and was overpriced. I could have gone to Best Buy and bought one off the shelf cheaper than what people were paying. Yeah, you know, I don't know how well it would work, but... Man, these uh, these flat screen TVs are getting pretty down, pretty low in price. You, you can buy a fifty five inch flat screen TV now for four hundred dollars. You know, yeah. four hundred fifty dollars. That's and, the thing. They had a lot of the projection yeah. TVs. And and, and, and you know, I mean, you know, they got VGA inputs and stuff. I mean, I'm not sure about how how uh, how the quality would be, but I would think it'd be pretty good, man. You know, for four hundred bucks, man, you can get you a fifty five inch monitor. Yeah, well, I mean, they were these were selling, you know, really, you don't know the condition of them. They're used. Yeah. And, you know, they were selling for anywhere from 150 and up. And certain ones, I mean, they just went through the roof on. And I'm like, I can go to the store and buy a new one, people. You know, but they get auction fever. And it's like, I'm going to get that. And I'm not going to let you beat me. And, you know, um and, and the live auction format that they use, you know, every time you bid, uh, you add two minutes to the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you, it gives everybody a chance to really, you know, get the auction stuff going. And I was very careful and chose my limits and uh, made some pre-auction bids. And during the auction, nobody even bid against me. There was just so much stuff similar to what I was after that he's like, who wants a monochrome laser printer? You know, they're all after yeah. the color laser printers. I'm like, I got three of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. what you need so to do, is you need to buy guys. up about 100 cases of uh, of uh, the ink. Uh, yeah. The, what do you call it? The ink packs. Well, you know, those things are expensive, man. Yeah, they didn't have any of, any of that. <clears throat> Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, Tommy uh, W4VOZ. Uh, you may know. Oh yeah, him. I know you, Tommy. You know Tommy. In fact, good. in fact, you guys, I think you and he were at some electronics uh, school. Yeah, we were at the ITT Institute. Yeah, uh, he he uh, yeah. he brought me a, a really nice uh, 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 power supply, lab power supply here, yeah. uh, dual power supply. I think he bought several of them. But uh, I understand they had a lot of good stuff here, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a DC to light spectrum analyzer for just a couple hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, so, I mean, we both he and I made out like bandits that day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, uh, you know, it's just me and you tonight. So yeah. we're going to have to hold the show down. Uh, I feel I like I've already. I, I feel like I've already done. Salt. I feel like I've already done twenty-two minutes. So uh, you know, <laughs> to make this fair, I think you're going to need to do the next twenty-two minutes. We yeah. got uh, we got uh, Raisa coming up here in a minute. We're gonna uh, have some fun. She always has fun, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, why can't other hams laugh and have so much fun like she does? I mean. Man. I don't know. We have to make you know. We have to work for a living and stuff. I mean, 
Yeah. You know, where does she get all this time to do this stuff? Well, I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't she's know. always got these cool places to go and stuff yeah. she's doing, and I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do that too, but I got a job. Yeah. Well, and hey, I'm retired and I don't have time. Let me tell you, Glenn, when you retire, you're gonna have less time than you have now. Oh, I know. You know oh, you, it's already you know. stacking up. You know. Hey, uh, guy, you know, hey, we uh, we were leaving for North Carolina tomorrow. Uh, we we so, we're so busy. With all the stuff going on right now, we're going to leave uh, Thursday morning, day after tomorrow. We're going to go to North Carolina. So the show next week uh, will be coming to you from the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, in um, North Carolina, over at our, our place in North Carolina, in western North Carolina. And um, I'm, I'll probably hook up with my ham friends over there, um, and uh, we will... Uh, probably uh, visit we'll be back about three days three days before christmas we'll have christmas here but uh, we will be over there in the smoky and uh, not the smoky but the blue ridge mountains just a little past the smokies and uh we have a lot of fun over there um i'll, I'll give you about uh, uh i'm gonna give you 20 seconds of uh, some fun we have on the front porch over there in the blue ridge mountains so here we go Tom Medlin, W5KUB, and this is the Amateur Radio Roundtable, and today is July 24th, and we're coming to you from the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina. Uh, we welcome everybody, and we're going to open a show with two of the three dead possums. <laughs> All right, guys, we're we're back. I just wanted you to hear. That's probably what we'll do. Uh, yeah, that's Pastor Jeff over there, and uh, he's a ham operator. He lives right over the mountain from us, and uh, we will uh, we'll have a good time over there. Uh, yeah, we could. Uh, I could put them on here. We could play a bunch of songs. In fact, if I could get the hey, if I can get the dead possums over to my house next Tuesday night, we'll have a ham show. And we'll put the dead possums on, uh, you know, between segments and let them play a little bit there, you know. And uh, we'll have some fun there. But uh, there's quite a number of hams over there. I've spoke at one of their ham club meetings, and uh, I've even uh, uh, had a party there. One of our trips over there, we had a party, and we cooked hamburgers for everybody uh, there. And I think we had 20 or 30 people that came uh, over the house. Uh, but that was, you know, pre-COVID. So uh, we got to get back to those those days, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Well, look, hey, uh, in just a second, we'll take a quick break, but in just a second, we're going to jump into the show and we're going to bring, uh, Raisa into the show here and we're going to go, we're going to go to, we're going to go to Russia. So we'll be back in just a minute. Happy holidays from ICOM. This season, spice up your ham shack with the ICOM IC705 Portable or the new ID52A handheld, now shipping. These radios are perfect for staying in or venturing out and working your favorite bands this winter season. The IC705 is a perfect sidekick and QRP companion. 
They station features and functionality are to tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at just over 2 pounds with an RF direct sampling for most of the HF bands and an IF sampling frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got the 4.3 inch touchscreen. You can get 5 watts with the BP272 battery pack. It runs single sideband, CW, AM, FM, as well as full D-Star functionality. It has an integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger. Speaker microphone, HM243, comes standard. The perfect accessory for the IC705 is the LC192 optional backpack. It has a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories. The ID52 is now shipping. ICOM's newest handheld amateur radio is a VHF-UHF dual bander with D-Star and FM dual mode functions. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D-Star simplex, repeater, regional and worldwide calls over D-Star internet gateway. The ID52A is the first handheld amateur radio with a full color 2.3 inch waterfall display and the ability to send photos with a connected Android device. Other features include a wideband receiver with guaranteed range of 144 to 148 and 440 through 450, integrated GPS, including grid square location, and it's IPX7 waterproof. The ID52A is a perfect companion to the IC705. Both use compatible batteries and headsets. You can also use the same Android app for D-Star operation. Our family of favorite ICOM amateur radios are also available this holiday season. The, the IC7300 and the IC7610 base stations and the ID5100A mobile are the perfect gift, and it's the most wonderful time of the year to give the gift of ICOM. For more information, visit www.icomamerica.com amateur. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. All right, and we are back. And, you know, hey, I, while, uh, while we were there, uh, Mark Pupo sent me, an e sent me a text. He said he had some of these chips. Mark, I... I, I my phone locks up when I try to look at your pictures. I did look at one picture. I didn't see the 328 on the, on the uh, board there. Maybe it is on the board, but the chips we need are the 32-pin, eight pins per side. It's a square chip, 328P. If I could find something that had the 328P on it, uh, sure, I would take, uh, uh, I, would, I could desolder the chips and, and use them. Um, I, I'm looking at, there's some Arduino boards out there, but... Um, uh, Glenn, they don't. It's not the same 328P. Uh, they're like I don't. I don't know. They're they're like how do I describe it? 
one's like a 128 and one's like a 256 or something. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, I think I the, think they're one's larger than the other for some reason. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they've got the QFN package. Yeah, and there's another package. Just slightly different. Yeah, and I, there's a number out there. It looks like uh, I can, I can. Well, I'll put it this way: they say in stock, but when you look at them, they're the 16 pin, 16 pin on two sides. Right. 32 the, pin. The, the, where the, mine need to be eight, 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 and eight. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I would imagine the same thing is going to happen here. If I place an order, they're going to come back and say, well, we said we had them, but we really don't have them. Well, you know, they're getting that way with cat food now. Oh, are they? Uh, yeah. I've, I've got all the stuff for the Monsters auto shipped, and uh, the supplier, no, no sense naming names because it's happening to everybody, um, emailed me and said, we're sorry, but we're out of stock, and we don't know when we're going to get it in. And I'm like, this is the stuff these monsters eat. <laughs> I, I can't imagine getting a different, you know, brand. Yeah, and, um, yeah. You know, they, they will switch brands, but, you know, they kind of look at you like, where's the good stuff? And, uh, you know, and this, is, this is the good stuff. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to find it somewhere else that I called the first people back and they said, yeah, we should have it in a couple of weeks, but... Yeah, yeah. It, hey, Short it's on everything everywhere. It's happening on a lot of stuff. Hey, Brent, ask me, do I have to use that 328P chip? I see. Is there a reason why I use it? Yeah, there is a real reason why I use it. And here's the reason it has to fit right there. You can see, what the, you can see the footprint 32 pins, eight on four different sides. That little white thing is the GPS uh, module. I've got extra of those, but uh, I've got to, uh, I've got, you know, the chip has to fit on my board. Uh, I have these boards made, and uh, these are our tracker boards right here. In fact, that entire tracker, transmitter, GPS, processor, everything, that board weighs a total of uh, 1.5 grams. All right, all right. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to everybody out there for trying to help. Really appreciate it. Okay. Well, I see my son just joined. AC5CM, welcome. I see you popping in and out. I don't know what's going on there. We're going to give you demerits if you keep doing that. All right. So what do you got there, Glenn? Let's see what you got. Is that the chip you need? Let me look. Let me look. That is it, man. Now, that's, you know what? I may have a couple. What's that, the Uno? Or? Yeah, that's on an Uno. You know, I may have a couple Unos there in the closet. I hate just, you know, taking a chip off of it. But, it, you know, uh, that that's uh, that's the footprint I need for sure. Now, it may not be the, that may not be the 328. That's what I'm checking. I can't. I have old man eyes now. I mean, Yeah, yeah. Well, put it under your microscope and take a look at it real quick. I bet it's not. Well, it may be. No, I bet I it's bet not. It is. it is. I bet it is. Well, come on, man. You got a. You got the microscope here. I mean, what is it? It's a chip. You can't. You um, can't, it's a it's you can't a read the number. You can't read it. Yeah, uh, okay. All right. Well, it's a three twenty-eight P. All right. So it's what you need. All right. Okay, hey, let's go. Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's let's move on into our next segment here, and uh, 
You know, I'm so happy that we're starting to get a little international flavor here. I wanted to do that six or seven years ago when we started the show. I wanted to get some international flavor in here, and I never could find anybody to really be a part of it. And, of course, the time difference is a major deal, too. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's just check this. Let's just move on. Here we go. All right, well, hey, it is time to go to Russia. And, uh, you know, on HF, you got to bounce that signal off the ionosphere, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it's not too good, but we've got a great signal coming in from St. Petersburg, Russia tonight. Uh, let's go over to uh, Raisa, and uh, uh, they're in St. Petersburg, R1, B-I-G. How you doing there, Raisa? Hi, Tom. Uh, I'm very happy to get your signal here in Russia, in St. Petersburg, uh, in this Christmas time. Well, I, hey, you have a strong signal tonight. You're coming in loud and clear. 20 over S9, I think. Very good signal here. Hey, hey, you know, we are only a couple weeks from our big holiday here, Christmas in the United States. And I see, let me give you full screen. I see a Christmas tree behind you. Uh, what, do you. What do you want to tell us about Christmas in Russia? Yes, it is a small um, Christmas tea, tree. Uh, and uh, first of all, uh, I need to, to tell that we celebrate uh, uh, Christmas uh, in two um, weeks later. Uh, it is uh, on uh, 7th uh, of uh, January. Uh, Orthodox Russian uh, Christians uh, celebrate uh, their uh, Christmas uh, a little bit later than you. Uh, and uh, as I told you, uh, that um, uh, the main celebration here in Russia, it is uh, a New Year's Day. And we start celebrating uh, the New Year's Day um, very late uh, in the night. And in, in the midnight, uh, we um, uh, we uh, hear, we listen to the Kremlin clock, or Kremlin clock, uh, and uh, drink champagne uh, and uh, make wishes, uh, make dreams uh, for a new year. Uh, then uh, you, we uh, exchange the presents uh, to each other. Uh, I like this period because I like uh, to present um, gifts uh, to my family and to my friends. It's uh, nice. I like to to give the present much uh, more than to uh, get it. Uh, and uh, of course, um, uh, outside uh, the people makes. Uh, Fairworks, uh, and you can see in the dark uh, sky a lot of uh, fairworks, uh, and uh, it also uh, looks uh, very nice and uh, um, make um, your mood uh, like a great uh, celebration. Well, I tell you, that tree is beautiful back there. It looks like it has snow. Does it have snow on it? Is that what it's supposed to be? Uh, it is not snow, uh, just the tree not uh, green. Uh, it is color. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. White, I know. White color. I know uh, there uh, where you live, you get a lot of snow. I see a lot of your videos, and you're in the snow. 
we we get very little snow we may get uh we may get one centimeter or maybe two centimeters per year per year it is quite a lot of uh, snow yeah. now uh, outside uh, i think that it is 30 centimeters uh, underground and uh, maybe uh, more because today we have uh, all the day was uh, it was snowing uh, and there was much wow. snow uh, the temperature now uh, not so cold about uh, zero or minus uh, one uh, celsius degrees but few days ago it was very cold minus uh, 18 uh, and till minus 20 uh, degrees celsius degrees it's uh, quite cold <laughs> yeah minus 20 that's uh, a minus four yeah, Fahrenheit. So, so you know, when I was a, a kid, a child growing up, we always, and I think everyone always uh, wish, wishes for a white mm-hmm. Christmas, a white mm-hmm. Christmas. I don't think we will have one. Do, do, what's the possibility that you will have a white Christmas? Um we have uh, always uh, only some uh, years, uh, of course, it could be uh, <laughs> it, it could be uh, the no snow, but uh, the most of all, of course, we have uh, white uh, Christmas. Uh, and uh, also, uh, I wanted to tell you uh, about uh, the Russian Santa. Uh, Russian Santa is called uh, Father Fro. Uh, Frost. Um, Father, just a moment. Frost. The uh, Russian Santa called once more, uh, Russian Santa is uh, called uh, Father Frost, and uh, he has a granddaughter. Uh, 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 it is a beautiful uh, young lady, uh, and she helps him with the children, with the presents uh, to the children. Uh, and uh, we have uh, some uh, di- some different uh, between. Uh, uh, Santa Claus uh, and uh, between uh, Father Frost, uh, but uh, uh, the idea, uh, the main idea, is uh, the same uh, that uh, he bring uh, um, he brings uh, the uh, gifts uh, to the children and not only for the children. <laughs> well, Sometimes for adults too. <laughs> maybe maybe Father Frost will bring you a new radio for Christmas. I don't know. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we wish uh, we wish uh, good luck for you on getting a new radio for Christmas. Okay. Hey, you know, you mentioned your temperatures in, uh, in Celsius, I think, or centigrade. What What's the proper term? Uh, is it Celsius or is it centigrade? Do you use both? Celsius uh, or centigrade? Or what do you prefer? Celsius. We use Celsius. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's also called uh, centigrade. Centi- centigrade. Yes, it's yeah. the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. same. But do you you use the term Celsius? Okay. Very good. Well, our temperature here this week was twenty seven degrees Celsius. Mm. That's eighty. That's eighty. Our our temperature. And the next day, <laughs> the next day we go from twenty seven celsius the next day it was zero celsius wow so we changed we changed uh we changed from 80 degrees to freezing 
overnight. Mm. It's the weather's mm. the weather's crazy here. I know you saw, and we discussed a little about the big storms that came through mm-hmm. here this past week. Terrible tornadoes that went 250 miles and it destroyed many towns. I I know you were able to see some of the news stories. What what did you think about that? Uh, it is a terrible situation, and I'm very sad for many of people who lost uh, their houses and who lost uh, their uh, people, close people. It's so it's dangerous, very dangerous, and uh, very sad that it happened with uh, many re- some uh, regions uh, from the USA. We have no here uh, such a, a tornado. It yeah. could be a strong storm also, but not so, such a dangerous like you have. Um, I think that it is also because of the temperature was changed too quickly. Yeah. 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 Uh, big weather change uh, causes storms like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, all right. Well, yeah. very good. Hey, you got a video. I think you're going to show us one of your trips to a quarry. I think you went yes. to a quarry and you set up and uh, tell us tell us a, a little about what we will be looking at. Tell us about your next adventure that we will see. Uh, the location was a old sand quarry, uh, and it was interesting to me to visit this place too. And the idea was uh, to make two different antennas, uh, not to compare them but uh, to try uh, first uh, it was a dipole uh, and uh, due to we have no there any trees we could not uh, hang it up very um, high and it was uh, only uh, one uh, meter uh, high from the ground uh, and it was a big surprise for me because it uh, worked worked very well and I have uh, even the QSO with, with the Canada, uh, and it was uh, nice uh, to know that uh, in this condition, it always it also possible to work. Uh, but then the the adventure were um, continue, <laughs> uh, and the second uh, experiment experiment was uh, with a, a very big balloon, uh, which was uh, fly in the sky. And on this uh, balloon, uh, I have an uh, 80 meters um, antenna for 80 meters band. Uh, and uh, it was also a very interesting experience for me uh, to use uh, this antenna. Uh, and also, uh, I received a lot of uh, messages about that it is good idea for a 160 meters band antenna. But unfortunately, in summertime, uh, we have no dark uh, time <laughs> during the night, and it isn't possible to use uh, top band uh, because it is uh, quite uh, uh, light, uh, and the, there are no propagation on this uh, band. That's why uh, I tried only 80 meters band uh, and uh, had uh, some uh, QSOs. Uh, uh, it was not so uh, far from my place. Uh, I, I mean that the um operators which uh, i uh, got uh, on uh, this portable activity but it was very interesting and then <laughs> we uh, 
uh, take our antenna back, uh, put the uh, in the balloon uh, GPS tracker uh, camera uh, and uh, put um, allow to fly it. And then uh, you will see the second part of the video. Uh, what happened next? Okay. <laughs> and now so we will see this video. My uh, first experience, uh, the video uh, part number one. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to see is part one with your portable operation and it, you putting some antennas up with the balloon. And uh, uh, hey, it's amazing that your antenna, one meter high, worked very well. It was amazing. So. That just shows people your antenna does not have to be too high. You can still work with the antenna load. And uh, uh, okay, well let's take a look at that video and let's just check out your uh, adventure. Okay, so uh, here we go. <laughs> it is amazing moment. Hello, my friends. This is Raisa R1BIG. I am in the very interesting place. I don't know how uh, can I say it in English. It is very difficult to install the antenna here and my dipole is only one meter high. Another test, it is long wire antenna and I hope it will be a surprise for you and also for me. Let's go! <laughs> One Bravo India Go Stroke Portable. Radio One Bravo India Germany, uh, please come again. My name is Raisa and your report 5 and 9. Yeah, Victor Echo 2 Charlie Sierra India, is it correct? Yes, yes. Uh, okay, uh, I'm very happy to meet you on the air today and I'm running now portable and my antenna is uh, only uh, one meter uh, above uh, the ground, uh, one meter above the ground uh, and it is really great to have a QSO with Canada. Okay, Raisa, thank you so much. Uh, Canada! Uh, and thank you very much for the YouTube channel and the I wish you a new, uh, a new, uh, beautiful day. Let's go. SWR is okay. 
Дробь в поле. Антенны у нас длинный луч на воздушном шаре. Длинный луч на воздушном шаре. Здесь Роман Первый, Борис Иван Галина, Дробь Поля. Василий, приветствую. So, we try to work with the vertical long wire antenna. It works. We could also make it for the top band 160 meters, but in the summer times there is no condition there. But we have another experiment ahead of us this evening. We will attach a parachute to the balloon, as well as a video camera, GPS tracker, VHF transmitter and send it on a very high and long journey. We will try to control its position and try to find it, of course, if it lands safely. You will see what happens in the next video on my channel. All right, and we are back, and uh, hey, that was a great uh, video there from uh, Raisa, and uh, uh, using the balloon to hold up a 80-meter in-fed antenna, I bet that really worked well in all directions, And uh, uh, but as you saw, working uh, with an antenna just one meter high also worked pretty good here. So uh, uh, what do you think, uh, Raisa? Do you want to keep a balloon uh, at home and run it up at your apartment and maybe work that way <laughs> it's nice idea Tom yeah. uh, I don't think uh, I will do it <laughs> yeah. because it's so difficult to put antenna here and uh, my uh, window go windows uh, direction is uh, east uh, and uh, northeast uh, and it is also not so good because the all European station uh, in the other side <laughs> yeah, but 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 look, hey, a vertical out the window and a balloon go straight up. <laughs> that would that would be and nice. I don't know if you've had power power lines and different things. Maybe the neighbors might not like it. I don't know, but uh, it's and, it's and an idea. Someone from my neighbor will cut my balloon. Cut it, yeah, <laughs> cut the balloon, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see your next video about your balloon we don't know i don't know if you recovered it i don't know if you lost it i don't know but uh, it's going to be exciting to find out uh it'll be yes. exciting to find out what happened uh it will be surprise and uh, i uh, i hope that uh, this weekend you will see the second part of my video uh, and uh, i wish you uh, that uh, the next time uh, everything goes uh, very well with the balloon it's pitted that uh, to, uh, last time it was uh, you were not very lucky uh yeah uh, but uh, our balloon was uh, the high was uh, about 
10 uh, kilometers, 10,000 kilometers. I don't know how it will be in miles. Uh, and it is always <laughs> the problem to change Fahrenheit's uh, on Celsius or, or um, miles uh, on kilometers. But it isn't uh, a big problem. I think that the next time we will um, we will choose one of uh, this um, type <laughs> and uh, use it. Um, I think uh, I should to change my kilometers for miles uh, and uh, for far against. It well, will be more clear for your uh, audience. <laughs> look, hey, thank you very much for being with us tonight. It's been great having you this holiday season. It's beautiful there. I love your tree. I love your background. I love the snow on the tree. Wow, it's just, it just nice. And uh, I'll say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I hope uh, Father Frost can see you uh, here pretty soon. Thank you very much, Tom. Tom. And I also would like uh, to say a Merry Christmas to you, to your family, and uh, to uh, everybody who uh, see, who watch this video. Uh, it is nice uh, uh, holiday season. Uh, I hope uh, that uh, uh, every um, can enjoy this time and uh, uh, to be with the families and to be with the friends it is nice time of for the year and uh, my best wishes to you 73 88 bye bye all right bye bye to you and i uh, really enjoyed it thank you we'll see you next uh, in a couple weeks uh, bye bye yeah see you bye bye all right well it seems like she always has more fun than I have on ham radio. What do you think, Glenn? It looks like she always has fun. Oh, man, she has way more fun, and she's got more time, and you know, she just does all the cool stuff. Yeah, you know, oh, there's a, they had to write a country song about this, uh, Too Much Fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as too much fun, right? I guess, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I all right. Well, you know, hey, she she'll be back with fun. us. She'll be back with us in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to her about another subject. Uh, I think she, there's another thing that she's working on there, and it's gonna be real interesting. We'll uh, we'll uh, try to, to talk about that in a couple weeks. Um, yes, that'll be the week after Christmas, uh, I suppose. Okay. Well, anyway, hey man, we're doing pretty good on time tonight. We've done really well, and. Uh, uh, I'm going to open up uh, the phone lines and Zoom for people to join us tonight. Um, there may be some people that don't know how to work Zoom or, you know, just uh, don't want to get on Zoom. Uh, so I'm going to open the phone lines uh, in, uh, in addition. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, I'll put the phone number up here uh, for uh, U.S. phone calls. We have we do have local phone numbers in 72 countries now, 72 countries. And if you're in a country like Australia or Russia or wherever, just go to our website, w5kub.com, w5kub.com, and click on Contact. And over on the left side, you'll see a link for all the international numbers uh, where you can actually dial a local number in your country. So let me uh, let me see if I can get some of the stuff stuff up here. I should have already uh, had this. I'll get the host going here on the phone. 
and uh, we'll get the uh, we'll get the Zoom link and everything posted here. All right, so let me get it. I'm going to post both the, in the chat room and what did I just do? I think I closed. Oh boy, that wasn't good. Oh wait, no, I, I did okay. Thought I closed the wrong thing here. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we're still on, are we? All right, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to, yeah, okay, let me get the links here for everybody. And I'm going to post them in a the chat room here. Come on, come on. I don't know what's going on here. There we go. All right, so I'll post both the uh, Zoom and the phone number in in uh, in our chat room, and this already get us started here, and we'll have a good discussion tonight. Maybe we'll get uh, more participation tonight. Let's see. Let's see if that looks good. Phone lines are open for internet. Okay, there's the Zoom link, and there's the phone lines right there. Uh, all right, let me get the You are the only line. participant in the conference. You're all by yourself. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, let me turn the phone down. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch the PC for the phone calls because I don't I, I have to watch to see what people call in. So uh let me put the phone number up on the screen. That'll help too. Um Okay, new phone number. There we go right there. Okay, and I also put it in the uh, chat room. So, guys, uh, you got the Zoom link right there. Oh, wait, I haven't posted. Yeah, the Zoom link has been posted. Click on the Zoom link. Join us. If you uh, had rather uh, join us by telephone, there's the phone number, 716-427-1083. And when you get the little prompt, just put the code in, 407051 and pound sign. And we've got uh, Gary's joining us. Let's get Gary in here. And let me see here. Yeah, we'll try that, that right here. Okay. Put you on top of my little bookshelf over there. Uh, you, you want me to get on top of your bookshelf? Well, it looks like you're already over there. Are, are you sure? Shelf over there. Uh, you, you want me to get on the top of your bookshelf? <laughs> okay, so hey, hey, okay, so that is uh, Gary. Gary, I think you've got the audio on on the on the webcast. So if you need to mute that or turn that down, uh, if you can. Gary, I think you've got the audio on. Yeah. My video should be on the webcast. You need to mute the video player on the webcast. And just use Zoom. Uh, and that way we won't be getting the feedback. So how you doing, Gary? He's, uh, he'll get it figured out there in a minute. Yeah. You got to unmute your Zoom by there. I'll be right back. I got to close one of my instances I got. Two of these instances going. So I'll sign it again. Figure it out here in a minute. Yeah, you gotta unmute your Zoom. Mic. He'll uh, he'll get it. Okay. All right. Uh, some people they get a little confused the first time they call in. So here's here's what our problem is. If you've got our video webcast up and you got audio coming out, and then if you get on Zoom, you're gonna hear the audio on both, and one's gonna be delayed. So, uh, 
You've just got to uh, mute the audio on the webcast and turn your audio on on Zoom. All right, Gary, are you there now? He's still connecting. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's only one of me here. There you uh, okay. go. Okay, all right, there he is. Hey, Gary, uh, 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 what, what's your call, Gary, and where are you located? Uh, yeah, there's only one of me here. Uh oh. There, okay, all right, there he is. Hey, Gary, uh, hey, there we go. Uh, 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 Gary, I think you still have the audio on, on the webcast. You need to go to the video screen. Go to the video screen where you were watching the show. And and uh, uh, mute the speaker. You need to go to the video screen. Go to the video screen where you're watching the show, and and uh, uh, mute the speaker. He'll uh, he'll get it here in a minute. Let's see. We got uh, we got Steve Goldman. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bring Steve in here. It sounds like he got quiet. Are you still there with us, Gary? Uh, now, Gary, your mic is muted on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, he muted his mic. He's muting the wrong mic. Yeah. Or muting everything. All right. You have to realize there are two separate feeds for that. The, you know, just the webcast page has its audio, and then the Zoom page has its audio, and they're separate. So what you got to do... Gary is go back to the page the website page where you're watching the show and you need to put an X through the speaker you need to turn that audio off on the show video yeah, and then over on your system over on zoom over on zoom we need to turn your mic on uh, you'll you'll get it worked out there I'm sure oh let's see we've got uh, uh, hey, hey Steve how you doing tonight we got Steve in here and Steve is muted. Yep, doing good. Sorry. Very good. Too very many, good. Too many mute buttons. Have you? Uh, have you? Hey, man, have you used that new microphone at Ohio mic that you won from uh, our one of our webcasts? I have. I use it with my FT nine ninety one. Oh I, man, uh, got works great. Um, cool, so. man. Cool looking mic. Uh, man, I love it. Yeah. Well. Okay, let's see who that might be. That's Gary again. Let's see how he's doing. He'll get it figured out there in a minute. I see Bill in here. WZ1L. Hey, Bill. Got sound coming from thirty different places. Yeah, we'll figure this out. We're, you know, we got some technical people here. We'll figure this out. All right. Now let's just check here. Now, Gary, how how you doing, Gary? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good and. I don't hear any other audio coming back, so I think you got it, Gary. Yeah, but I'm trying to get my video up now. Yeah, okay. Well, Gary, uh, well, hey, what's your call? Where, where are you located? Okay, I'm in Southern California. Actually, I'm a retired hand. My call used to be A1CCA, and I'm trying to get my license back. Oh, okay, okay, very good. Okay, and you're out in California. Yes, Southern California, where it got cold all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. All right. Well, work on that life. Sorry you let it expire there, but uh, just yeah, you, I got real busy with life. You should well, be able. You should be able to get it back. Uh, when did you uh, first get licensed? Uh, what year? Nineteen fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. 
Yeah, I was about 13 years old. I was in yeah, okay, wow, 57, man. You would have you been the senior on here. I, I got mine in 64, but uh, 57, that goes back pretty good, man. And, uh, hey, that was the good old days back then. I hope you had fun operating. Yep, my first radio was a DX40 transmitter Heathkit. Yeah, yeah. And I had an SX99 receiver. Yeah, that's, uh, that, is, uh, that's that was a cool little uh, transmitter. And I guess, were you, well, let's see. The DX40, I get it. I mean, that was CW for sure. Uh, was there? Was he's getting their little. Yeah. Was there, a, was there a way to modulate that, or was it just CW I think only? It was probably AM. Yeah, there was a way to do it, but I didn't. I was strictly a CW. CW, yeah, yeah. I, was yeah, I know the DX60 did uh, AM and CW. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, well, well very good. I, I have a question for Gary. What was, your, what was your license class when you let it lapse? It's a general. Okay, well, you you realize that if you can find your old license or call the country that shows that you had a general, I as soon as that. you pass your you as soon as you pass your technician class license, you can get it back. Yeah, I didn't know and, that. Uh, I didn't know. We, I didn't we know test that, it. Bill. We test every we test every weekend, Gary, on Saturday night. At 5 p.m. in the Glarg uh, remote test session, so I, I hope to see you there, sir. Oh, so you can do it. You can do it virtually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can do it on Zoom like this. Now there's no excuse for me not doing this. And, and I did, I did not know this. I didn't know this. But what Bill is saying is, if you pass the technician test and you can show that you had that general license, I guess you automatically upgrade to general. You don't have to take the. Yes, you do. I was, able to find, I was able to find the old, old call book, and I tore the page out with my call on there. Well, well, I don't know. Will that work? Uh, uh, yeah, guess. well, but, all right. So, uh, all right, do me a favor, and when you're ready to take your test, okay, go on uh, hamstudy.org forward slash sessions forward slash glarg, and then click on the remote tab. Oh, okay, uh, Naomi Goodkin, WB6OHW, she lives out in, uh, I believe it's Calabasas, uh, California, all right, she is the, yeah, Whiskey Bravo 6 Oscar Hotel Whiskey. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, and you, you, when you get ready to take it, you call her up or something there and, and tell her what, you, what you're doing and what what you got and you know she'll, she'll walk you through it i mean it's a it's an easy sign up process we, we just did 170 students from uh cal poly tech so i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad we hooked up together here i um was working on it and i got as far as getting a new fcc uh, id number and uh, i bought a little sdr uh, transmitter receiver but I'm living in an apartment, but it's down the bottom of the valley. And uh -huh. all kinds of noise here. It's a very noisy area. So I can't hear a damn thing. So I've got to work on that. Uh -huh. my, my idea is to go soda or pot or something like that. Just go out in the field and turn the thing on and play games. Right. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck in the future there, Gary. And if you, yeah. you have anything, you know, my call's WZ1L. I'm very good in uh, uh, QRZ there. Do you need any questions answered? 
I'd be more than glad to help you out. Man. That's great. Well, I see ham radios not changed at all. They're all still a friendly group. <laughs> well, they you they got things now where you can go on the computer and you can control somebody's radio a thousand miles away. And I um, mean, you know, it's called remote hams. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I bumped into an old friend of mine from Connecticut. He lives in, in Annapolis now, uh, Dave Fox. He's W3FOX. And he and I were real close buddies back in the late 50s, early 60s. I haven't seen him for 50 years. I mean, 57 to, you know, over 50, 55 years. And we hooked up by, by chance, and we got to we, we stand, stand by caller. He's been all over me to get my license back. You know, we were, we were always competing with each other for new countries and all right, hey, hey, guys, we've got uh, we've got a caller on uh, the phone. Let's see who it is. I, uh, who's the caller out here? Hello, caller. Hello. Who's the caller? Hello. Don't be shy. Talk to us. Hello, caller. W I four L. W I four L. All right, how you doing, man? Your little your audio is a little low, but uh, we'll get you. Just chiming in. Okay, cool. And we've I think we've talked before. Where where are you? Where are you located? I'm located in Dalton, Georgia, home of the Dalton Ham Fest. How about you? Okay, oh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, very been good. Very good. All right. Well, let's see. If we can get some a few more people on the phone. We uh, got the phone number posted there. We got it in the chat room. Uh, join us on Zoom. I got the Zoom link out there. Let's just get a big party going here. Well, hey, Gary, I, I'm, I'm glad you found us. I don't know how long you've been watching, if you just recently tuned in to us or not, but uh, we're, we're glad to have you, and we're here to help you. Thank you, Tom. I've been watching your show off and on for the past three or four years. Oh, wow. Okay, very good. I didn't know anybody out in California watched us. <laughs> I figured they were all, you know, they just didn't want to watch over here, man. Contrary to opinion, we have not yet seceded from the United you, States. And you haven't broken off and floated out to the ocean either, so, no. you know. Nope. All right. Well, that's great, man. We'd like to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Who else we got in the uh, Zoom here? Let's see who we got. Uh, well, we got Bill there, and let's see. We got Steve. Hey, we got Colin here down in Australia. How you doing, Colin? Yeah, not too bad, Tom. How are you? There he is. There he is. Right. Oh, good day, there, sir. All right, hey, man. We're day, glad Tom. to have you with us tonight. Let's see. I need to get. I'm gonna take. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well. Our our Dalton Georgia left us. Okay. Let's see. Let me take that banner off. The phone number off below here. Colin, where are you in Australia? The South Australia, west of Adelaide, on the, well, I don't know if you've heard of it, but York Peninsula, which is around, I'm roughly 80 kilometres west of Adelaide. Oh. And let's see, let's see, it's, uh, I guess it's starting to turn summer down here, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's 30 something today and the other day it was 36 or well, that centigrade obviously but yeah it's getting warm again 
outside now. I was going to sit outside again. It was too warm. <laughs> so I thought I'll come back in the radio room. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me post this number again for everybody. Yeah, you know, I was just wondering a little about the show tonight. Things kind of at the last minute kind of. We got into a pinch here. The uh, uh, Alan Alan got sick, and uh, man, we got Christmas coming up, and we got all kinds of stuff going on right here. I, man, there's just not enough hours in the day to do ham radio. We got to do something about that. Well, I'm trying, but yeah, you know, looking at my schedule, January, February, March, and now May are filling up quick. Yeah. Hey, I see Charlie down in Uruguay uh, in the chat room. I'm uh, a little upset he's not on Zoom. I don't know why he's not on Zoom. Maybe Charlie doesn't like us anymore. I don't know. He may have found some uranium down here with that Geiger counter he built. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlie, there's a, there's a, let me post it, Charlie. He's on the Zoom link. I got it. Oh, you got I it. I did it. Okay. I did it. All right, folks. The Zoom link is posted there. Also, a phone number is posted. Let me let's see. We got somebody on the phone. All right. Who who we got on the telephone? Uh, this is Mike BK Silly Mike. Mike and your Z. What? What was that? BK to Echo Mike Kilo in Sydney. Yeah, in Sydney. Okay, Mike. Hey, very good. Well, the bands are open to us. Look at there, man. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, the propagation is starting to get good. We've got I Sydney say, on. Maybe the internet's open to Australia. We got Sydney on. Look, here, we just here's Uruguay coming in right here. Boy, I tell you, the DX is good tonight. There's uh, there's Carlos. Yeah, now Uruguay's open, man. This there's Carlos. I don't know if he's. That's, you know, I don't know if that's Carlos or if that's Charlie. Well, what do you think it is, Lynn? <laughs> I, I don't know he, what to call him now. I'm in Uruguay, and I'll just leave it at that. Well, it looks like he's in his living room rather than his radio shack by the looks of it. There. Yeah, he is somewhere different tonight. Yeah. Charlie. Carlos. Hello. Where are, where are you? You're somewhere uh, different. Uh, You're different I'm, tonight. Uh, in the Lima uniform zone. I'm in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. What? Where You're are you? You're in Buenos Aires? What? I'm in Buenos Aires. This is a hotel room. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I've That's been, why, I've been uh, there. I just arrived to the hotel. I've, I've been there. You know, hey, for the first time I ever went to Buenos Aires, uh, I left from Sao Paulo. And I thought the pilot said something a little interesting. He says, we're, we're going we're gonna try to make it over the Andes. Now, why would the pilot say that to everybody in your plane? We're going to try to make it over the Andes. Uh, I, maybe he's playing with us. I don't know, man. The Andes aren't that big, are they? Yeah. They're not that tall. No, maybe because uh, related to the accident of the Andes uh, in the 70s. Well, maybe. Be, yeah, maybe. But I didn't want yeah, to think. If, if, if there were many Uruguayans in the plane, uh, yeah, that, yeah. that was a really bad yeah. joke. Because yeah. That really was, bad joke. So, I don't was, know. Maybe... He was trying to be funny, but, but in fact, so was, are you are you down here on business? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Well, do you, do you bring your Geiger counter with you? No, no. You might could pick nah. up. You might could pick up something down here that's radioactive. Yeah, man. that's why I didn't bring it. Yeah, <laughs> take it back with you. <laughs> it's better to don't know than to know. You know too much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see. Let me check the chat room out here. Okay. Was there a coup? I I don't know what uh, IOL is talking about. Let's see. Oh, all right. Well, man, it's going to be busy. This next week is going to be busy. We're going to go over to our home in North Carolina. Some of the family's going to meet us over there. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not even going to take a radio this time. We're going to be there maybe, we're going to be there six days. I usually take my uh, a radio with me and an antenna and all that, but I don't think I'm going to this time. If you don't bring your radio, your family's going to wonder what to do with you. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Well, you know, I, we're probably going to go zip lining. There's a, a neat place to go zip lining over there. So we're, we're going to be out doing things. So I don't know. Doesn't uh, it snow over there, for, uh, Tom? Oh, it does snow, yeah. But I don't think we got any well, snow. I, I think you should bring the radio and you should bring that tuner and see if you can tune the zip line and see how well that I, I, I tell you what. I, I was just going to say that. I was going to ask if he ever tried to load the, the zip line. Yes. I'll tell you what, that zip line would make a good antenna for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> well, you could do like you could do like right to there. You, you, you t- get one of those look weather balloons there and, and, and run your uh, antenna up in the air, maybe a, a couple of uh, hundred feet or something like that. You know? Yeah. Well, the zip line's already installed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better to ask forgiveness than or uh, than permission, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's how I installed my antennas in, in the building. <laughs> I was going to try. Please, there. And then, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, that was like me when I moved into my first apartment. Everybody in the complex had cable, so I loaded up the the rain gutters and didn't care about TVI. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let's see. Here's my zip line here. Tell me if you think this will make a good antenna. Let me. Okay, it's on right now. Yeah, you guys can probably see it. Oh, uh, that is a pretty long cable right there. Uh, this. Nice break, right? A little lossy. Yeah. I'm now, worried more about not having insulators. Well, see, I had those welding gloves on. We all had to wear gloves because that was our break. The gloves were our break, actually. <laughs> So, uh, I see that little white, that little opening down there. You got to go, you got to zoom through that little opening down there. And then, then there's a big surprise. Once you go through that little opening down here, you try not to hit the tree. All right, I'm about ready to go here. So, here we go. I got to, I'll move it back and forth a little bit. Let's see, I got somebody here on the phone. We got Tony on the phone. Stand by, Tony. Stand by, Tony. So here we are. We're fixed to go. Here we go. All right. This is what it, this is. This is how we have fun in North Carolina. You go through a little hole right there. This is how they pin out the gene pool. 
Yeah, that would make a good antenna, I would think. That'd be great for 160. Man, I, you know, it'd be several wavelengths on other bands, too, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, so. Yeah. All right, we got uh, we got Tony on it's Tom, the phone. It's Tom, Anthony, KG5JPU. Good evening, my friend. Hello, Anthony. How you doing, man? doing okay i'm just having some issues because i see you changed the number that i had in my phone and i can't use the zoom invitation link that i had in my email i guess you changed the link the, and i can't get into the chat line either you can't nope i can't get in using my new computer well I, I I don't know what to tell you, Anthony. We've got to figure exactly. that out. We've got to figure that out, man. I mean, uh, uh, everybody yeah. else is getting into it. So, hey, when you on yep. your computer, and I can't get in. When on your computer, what's it, 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 it? When you click on the chat room, what's it? Does it does it not open up? It opens up, but then I try to put in, I try to put in to, to connect, and it won't. Every time I hit start, I get a I do, I get a do not cross or whatever that little circle with the line through it. It won't let me hit start. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I'll, I'll, exactly. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll uh, we'll get so together. Are you using Windows browser or Chrome? I'm, I tried it on Chrome and I tried it on Edge. Oh. I didn't try it on Firefox. Well, I'm operating Windows it would generally work. That's what I'm using. Well, <coughs> it, it might be his Windows Defender. That's stopping them. I mean, you you might have to go in there and tell it that the program that you 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 want to use w5kub.com and you want to use youtube.com forward slash w5kub. But that Windows Defender that there, I'll, I'll tell you, it it, it does and stop you from thing. going places. I was trying places. to watch it on YouTube and I couldn't hear no audio. You couldn't hear any audio. I couldn't hear audio. I had to watch it on my phone. Now, Tom put up a link in the chat room for the, for the Zoom that we're on. Yeah, but I can't get into the chat he room. He can't get into the chat, chat room. room. Yeah, he can't get in the chat room. Okay. Well, we, we just need to try to uh, figure this out uh, over the next few days. Um, exactly. There's always, there's always maybe tomorrow or something or next yeah. week or... Who knows? Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be on the road the next couple of days for about 500 miles, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get this thing figured out. I exactly. I, I don't understand why you if can't. Not, if not, I'll have a sighted person help me with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it, hey, it'll work. I mean, it works. So we just gotta figure it out. Hey, man. Exactly. Hey man, thanks for sending me all those uh, weather links and stuff, and and your concern about yeah, our uh, our well-being. Well. I, it's just very it's just very sad what happened to those people. Yeah, and uh, you know, it only takes one. Yeah, yeah, we were real sad. we were real lucky here. We just had some wind here at my house, um, and when we had some we had some trees come down. That's what made the power go off. Uh, we had some well, trees. I was concerned with all those big trees you got in the backyard that are well, very high. Yeah, all my trees stayed up. There's one down the road that went across the road and it went across the power lines that feed uh, our subdivision. And uh, um, I don't know. I you know we made it fine. Generator for two days. Uh, you know, my power was, didn't even blink during. There was all a lot of, of people. A lot of people without without power. Yeah. 
the new generator or, or the or or the, you don't stay, have the new generator what what was that Carlos? if you if you already have the new generator no I don't have the new generator yet. I used uh, a portable generator. I had an 8,000. I had a, I got an 8,000 watt generator uh, that I plug in. But uh, the new generator I'm putting in will be hardwired in, and it will start automatically yeah. and all that. You know, it'll be 22,000. Is it going to be one of the Generac? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I put I put a Generac in 22,000 watt. But eight kilowatt. It's 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 a, quite a lot. I mean, it's enough. I think. Well, the eight kilowatt, it, it, it'll run. You know, it runs all my lights. It runs the TVs. It runs the refrigerators. You know, things like that. Uh, it, you know, I didn't try to run the cook stove or the oven, or and, and I don't run the big air. Con I got three air conditioner units uh, on my ha home, and uh, I didn't run the air conditioner units. We didn't need it. Uh, in fact, the little the, the eight thousand watt did very well. Uh, I even ran an extension cord over to the neighbor, and he was on it for two days also. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm set up where I had it plugged in, where where my whole house, uh, everything worked. Uh, although I didn't turn everything on, uh, but everything would work if you turned it on. Uh, my neighbor, I just gave him an extension. Uh, you got gas in your house? I have gas heat, yes, and gas hot water. Yeah, yeah so. So are you so you're running gas to to operate the the generator? Well, I'm running I'm Natural running gas, I'm running g gasoline to run my generator that okay. I have right now. The generator I have ordered the right, twenty. The, gas. Well, it can it run on be, propane. They can you could you could electric. you could put a yeah, big. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was going to give those guys a call because I wanted to talk to them. You could put a big propane tank in back there, and uh, you know it, it. Hey, if you I don't know, man. Uh, it'd probably suck the gas up pretty good. I don't know. It, it, it. Yeah. A big tank might last you a week. I don't know how long it lasts. Uh, yeah. Don't you have uh, natural gas uh, outages sometimes? No, I've ne we've never had a natural gas outage. No. Uh, uh, always electricity or something like that. Never ever can I remember uh, a, a natural gas outage in all my life. Uh, but you know, when we have the first, the big earthquake, uh, I'm sure that we will lose electricity and natural gas. Therefore, my generator won't work. So, so well, you don't want to keep the eight kilowatt one. Yeah, I have to keep. Yeah, I was going to sell the other one, but maybe I better keep it. I don't know. Yeah. So when we lost the electricity um, earlier this year for four days down here in Dallas, and. Uh, I guess the natural gas lines, everybody had, like, heat to their fireplaces, but you didn't have electricity to run the, the furnaces. Right, right. They had a, a low pressure on the on the uh, natural gas. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Huh, interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, here, uh, uh, especially in the winter, ice storms or whatever, uh, I use the generator to power the fan motors in the, in the uh, furnace. And you know, if if you've got power to run the blower motors, uh, your gas heats, so it it takes very little electricity, and you have you know your natural heat for the house, you know, in all rooms. Yeah, we were thinking about a hybrid system where we would run solar uh, to batteries to inverters to run like the fans for the the heat because. 
you know, having the gas but not having electricity, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been nice just to, to heat the house and not necessarily watch television. Yeah. Well, your motors are, don't, are going to really pull a lot, so you, it wouldn't take a lot to get them running. And again, you can balance things out if you got a, a, a small generator. Just don't turn on a lot of things, you know. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, so we had a 4-kilowatt generator and a 2-kilowatt yeah. uh, inverter. We kind of run them both and run yeah. extension cords in the house. And we, we did okay. Uh, some people did a lot worse. All right. Well, Gary's got to do some laundry, it looks like. Uh, Gary, we'll, we'll see you later. All right. Uh, well, I'm, I hope I get the generator here. Um, uh, it's supposed to be shipped the end of December, so I'm getting close. Uh, I've been waiting a long time. Uh, long well, time. Are you going to be in North Carolina when it shows up? Or are you going to be in... No, in, uh, uh, you know, we, we'll be back here before Christmas. Uh, they're saying it's going to ship somewhere around the 27th, so uh, I expect them to tell me again that uh, here's a new date. It's going to ship now January 15th. And, you know, January 15th, they'll probably tell me it's going to ship on February the 30th. Now, I don't know about the 30th. I don't know if this is a leap year or not, man. Or like well, 28, 29. Uh, this, it this won't even be a day. There's not a 30th. So, you know, that's probably what they'll tell me. You know, it's going to ship on February 30th. Yeah. And then I'll know they're lying to me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. The guy, the electrician is going to put it in uh, who was here and. Uh, he saw this big two-inch conduit coming out of my wall and down the side of the house here, and he, he asked what that was. And I told him that was for some antennas, and uh, I found out he uh, he had a ham license. It's, it's expired, but he was also a ham probably back in the 70s, and uh, he said it still has his receiver. So that's kind of cool. That's good. Kind of cool. You know... We need, I was going to mention this on the show, we need to get our net going again. We need to get multiple nets going. I'd like to have a 20-meter net, a 40-meter net, but I don't have time to call them. And, uh, I got an S9 noise level up here in, in New England there. Um, yeah. I'm really having troubles getting into the IOOK net on Wednesday and Sunday. I mean, you know, it's really bad. Sometimes I've had to use link in order to check in via a station in Michigan. That's terrible. That high. Yeah. I don't know. I keep on telling the, the electric company they need to come down and check this uh, transformer right out in front of my house. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, they had to come to my house and take care of my stuff outside my neighborhood or adjacent neighborhood to get my RFI situation corrected. Well, uh, Anthony, you still uh, making any contacts? Now, you've got a off-center-fed antenna laying on top of a fence, I think. That's correct. How's it? How's it working for you? It's working great. I was. Uh, let's see, who was I talking to? I was talking to. Uh, let's see. I've talked to Australia. I've talked to. Yeah. Well, the bands. Uh, the bands are getting better. Yeah. I've spoken to people. Well, 
that, that antenna that antenna will work and, and, and as you saw in the video yeah. tonight the video tonight yes, uh, right Ra- raisa I was, I was chuckling i went and said hmm, i can maybe use a balloon in my neighborhood i don't think the neighborhood would, would, would well you, too much you saw tonight raisa had a a dipole yes, up she had a dipole up uh one meter high she had a dipole up three feet off the ground and she worked uh canada yeah, yeah. uh and tim toast uh tim Tim Toast says he's talking about the gas heat. Yeah, when I plug, I've got I've got my um, I ran a 220 uh, circuit out to my shop, and I plug in my eight uh, kW generator into that. Uh, basically, I turn off the the main and then turn on the uh, circuit going out to the shop. I backfeed that I backfeed that back with the generator. That powers both sides of my breaker box, meaning the entire house, everything in the house has electricity to it and yes uh uh my heater blowers uh you know do work and uh uh it was starting to get a little cold uh, what happened with the storms the cold front came through we went from 80 to 32 yeah. overnight so uh, it, it came yeah. in handy the heaters came on and worked and they warmed the house we just never just i'm always careful and you know uh, not to exceed the limit of the generator and uh we had a lot of extra uh, uh, capacity even with that 8k so uh, with the with the 22 kw I'm told I'll be able to run all the the three different uh, 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 air conditioning systems we've got plus, plus anything and uh, uh, things are getting smart now even if there's a um, it's a win-win yeah even if even now if you, you start to reach an overload uh, the, the generators now are smart the Generax generac they, they've got a module that can go in the air conditioners and it will it will uh, uh set the air conditioners where they won't come on at the same time and uh so that really helps you manage the uh, the capacity you know that you you need well i know friday i think it was i think friday i think you hit 87 degrees in uh in fort worth more or less yeah. Before the cold front came through, and it was windy around midnight when the wind came through. I guess. Yep. But uh, then it was somewhat back to December weather over the weekend. Before it was in the six, in the mid sixties or so today. Uh huh. So. Yeah, that's well, kind of the way it is for us. Yeah. Let's you know? warm back up here too. Yeah, it's got to get even warmer. For the next couple of days, and then it's going to rain again and get cold again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was yesterday. It was like around 78 or 80 today. Yeah, yeah. we had 75 degrees, but it was uh, drizzly rain at the same time. I was like, I was thinking the sun would come out. I'm. Uh, I just looked at my temperature right now. You know, it's nighttime right now. My temperature here is 64 and a half. Yeah, mine's 62. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we generally, you know, we don't get really, really cold until after Christmas. Yeah. Usually the last week of January is when we get it better. I mean, Tom, you remember we were going to Orlando in mid-February and had that snowstorm that shut the airport down right after we got yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it did. You know, man, you know, hey, I got my ladder up back there on my house. I, I need to, I've got two rotors that aren't really running good. Uh, my my azimuth rotor, it, it will work if I rock it a little bit, but my elevation rotor, 
it just it, it won't start. So I've got to take those rudders down, Glenn, and bring them in here in the house. And I'm afraid since I'm gonna be gone till Christmas, and then I'm afraid, man, it's gonna start getting cold. I, I oh, yeah. probably I cold. probably have waited too long to go up here and get these things down. That's it, me. I've got the forty meter wire busted on my cobweb, and I need to get up there and fix it. It's going to be too cold before I get a chance to get there. Yeah, and I need to look at you know I I saw an antenna leg broken out there yesterday. I don't know what antenna it went to. It was probably uh, it may have been on my fan dipole for maybe uh, forty or twenty. I I don't know. But uh, I think the storm of the night, it must have moved my trees around quite a bit. What do you got there? This is the keyboard that uh, WD8IOL in the chat room is wanting to know about. This is really cool. It's one of those old-style type keyboards. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's thing- got LEDs, and you can select colors and backlights oh, cool. and patterns and everything. But I like it because it's got those old mechanical typewriter looking keys you know they're modern keys but you know it's just that older style and this one's made by royal kludge k-l-u-d-g-e all right i I found it somewhere and oh i did i love it because if you've ever typed on those old non-electric mechanical typewriters you know, that's exactly what the keys look like. They feel like a regular keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yep. And don't ask me what I paid for it because I can't remember. Well, I'm not sure if you saw my message, uh, Tom, but I was way out with my weather before. It's only actually 21 degrees outside. We're around 69 uh, Fahrenheit. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty good. That, that's comfortable. Yeah, a lot hotter inside. <laughs> I should yeah. turn the aircon on. <laughs> that's a that's a comfortable temperature. I could live with that all yeah. the time, man. If I had it every month, I could I could stand that. I, well, man, it's, I it's, hey, it's getting where it's getting where I don't like cold weather, man. I guess my age, I don't like cold weather, man. You know, and no, and, and I, I don't like and food. I don't like I don't like hot weather. It gets pretty yeah. hot here. It, it'll get a hundred and it'll get a hundred and five degrees here with humidity about eighty. And that's pretty bad. You can go outside, you can work about three minutes, and you're sopping wet. Yeah, and, we get uh, lots of those uh, temperatures, the uh, hot ones, but hopefully hopefully not for a little while again. Yeah, I, it is only the start of summer now. <laughs> I guess well, I, you, you got to look at it this way. On Christmas Day, it'll be 43C. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be. Well, see, it was in 1987, Tom. I swear to God, yeah. I was there yeah. in Australia, in Perth, okay? And we spent most of the day in the movie house rather than out on the street. It was air-conditioned there. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I've got built-in antifreeze in this house. If, it, if the power goes out and it starts to get cold, I've got fur wrappings that will... Warm me right back up. That's why I have the big cats. No, oh, okay. <laughs> big, big cats aren't those like uh, lions and tigers? Yeah, here's all mine. You you've seen the Maine Coons. These guys are huge. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you haven't seen Godzilla yet. She she's kind of a a, <clears throat> a hider. 
she don't come in and prance uh, in front of the camera like her sister uh, does. But hey, she, hey. Did, she is the April cat in this year's calendar for May RRL. But the desk that she lays on here is 40 inches from for the glass. Mm-hmm. And she covers every piece of that. Wow. wow. Hey, uh, I need to, I need to, I was going to make an announcement uh, during the show and I forgot to do it. Uh, There's still a number of people watching. Uh, uh, Probably many people know uh, James Lee, WX4TV. Yeah. Uh, James uh, uh, had some heart issues found uh, a couple uh, weeks ago. He went in for surgery uh, the first of this week. And things went very bad with the surgery. Major complications. Uh, he uh, he's just barely hanging on. Uh, uh, they did some CAT scans or MRIs, I think, today, and it it, it looks like he might have had three strokes uh, after the operation. So uh, it's just we don't know. The outcome right now, but he's very serious, and uh, his oh, his sad. his condition very, very his condition hadn't changed in probably three days. Uh, so um, I just wanted to let everybody know uh, that, and that's that's uh, that's James Lee. Uh, you know, he's got the 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 girls, the boys that uh, uh, homeschooled. Uh, they 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 graduated college at maybe age sixteen. Um, they have Shack in a Box. If you're familiar with Shack in a Box, and you probably have seen them, they've got a. Uh, they also have a video site uh, for kids. I think ham radio for kids. But anyway, uh, that's going on with James. So uh, we'll probably know more in the next day or two. Hey Tom. Yes. Your antenna that you said you found hanging from the tree. Could that be one of your old antennas from the previous storms when the trees came crashing down? No, and no, I don't think so. I think all of them. No, I don't think so. I think it's probably. Man, I don't know what it is. I got so many wire antennas up there. I've I've, I've got too many up out there, and uh, I just need to go look and see what it is. Uh, I I I think it might be off of a. Uh, uh, a, a fan uh, inverted V, and it's probably one of the one of the legs off it. I uh, have no idea. I just got to get there and look. Did anyone last weekend um, participate in the uh, ten meter QSO party that AWRL was doing? And did anybody try the uh, participating in hearing the uh, transatlantic uh, reenactment that they did? Um, commemorating the 100-year anniversary last Saturday. No, I, I didn't follow any of that. It, uh, I, it was was, it, was that this week or, I mean, uh, last? That was last Saturday. Yeah, from the 1921. Um, That's probably when a storm was coming through. It just disrupted everything. We didn't even think about yeah, it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. So did they use the original spark gaps? They did. No, well, well, my understanding well, was they, they, they sent out two messages. They sent the original message, and then they sent another message to come to, for the next 100 years. Yeah. Hmm. Well. 
Okay, we got uh, WD8IOL said, yes, he copied a good part of the transmission from the UK. The transmitter was very chirpy. They used a 204A transmitter. He was doing it. He had a, he has a one big, he, he has a humongous 160 meter antenna farm in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the signal probably wasn't perfect, but uh, it was copyable from the UK, and it had a little chirp to it. Uh, I, I, when I was a novice, uh, I, I was known for a little chirp, probably time to time. That's in all the HW16 did was chirp. In fact, I tell you, there was this uh, guy over in Tennessee. I was in Arkansas, 16 years old, got my license, and uh, he must have run, been running... 10 kilowatts, big AM station, you know, loud mouth, man. He could out-talk anybody. He was in Tennessee. and One day he was listening in a novice band, so I called him. And he answered me on, on voice, and he told me my signal sounded like a piccolo. <laughs> now, I'm not sure what that means exactly, man, but... I think uh, it was some type derogatory uh, adjective that he was using uh, on my signal. But could he copy it? That's all that matters, I, I, right? I, I think he did, but uh, he did tell me I sounded like a piccolo. But uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew the HW-16, even with a crystal, that thing would just chirp away. I think uh, I think I remember his name was Con, C-O-N, his call, I don't know why I remember this, I guess because of his signal, W4EBG. Now, I'm sure he's been gone a long time. If he's not already died, he, FCC probably took his license away. Let me look him up and see if I can, let's see if that call still out there. Uh, you know, but hey, we made do with what we had back then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. I gotta log in here and we're gonna check it out and see. And I'm doing that today myself myself. Okay. Well I've got an HW sixteen right up here that's gonna get refurbished and tweaked and brought into the twenty first century when I get some time. if I can remember my password. Ah, oh, there it is. I got it. Okay. Let's see. Well, that'd be like right. May, right? All right. W4EBG. Yeah, somebody else has got it now. Brian Smigler up in Kentucky. Smith Smith's Grove. So, you know, Con is gone. Man, he had... He was... He was the loud mouth of the South back then. We got about ten minutes before we get off shortwave here. If anybody out there is listening on shortwave, we'd love to hear from you. This show has been about amateur radio, ham radio. The last hour, we've just opened up the phone lines and Zoom for uh, viewers to call in and participate. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to Tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub. Dot com and tell us where you are. We'll get your QSL card from the station. 
Join us on Tuesdays. You can join us on Tuesdays just by going to W5KUB.com at 8 p.m. And you can watch the show and get in the chat room with us. That's one of your monster kids. Yeah. She, she knows hey, it's Glenn close to Tom, the Are you guys still doing presentations via Zoom? Yeah, I, I, I'll do one if somebody need, needs me to or would like me yeah, to. Yeah, I just did one last weekend. Oh, good, because I just became a club officer <laughs> in my local club here in Fort Worth. So now yeah. I'm, in, I'm a VP and I'm in charge of doing presentations. So I might be calling on you all maybe sometime next year to do a presentation. Well, give me, a, give me a call, and uh, I'll be glad to do it. Yeah, same here. I'll yeah. try. In fact, um, I've got, well, I'm going to St. Louis to do one here in a couple weeks in January. And then Orlando in February. Well, I'm going to skip Orlando this year. Somebody. That's, just, that's a long ways, man. That's an expensive yeah, trip, long ways. Uh, hey, I got book signings to do, man. I love, yep. I love Orlando. Yeah. You know, and I grew up down that way. I grew up in Miami and had a lot of friends in Orlando. I could probably What's happen to the kids. <laughs> I got a friend that takes care of them. They love them. Okay. So. I was worried that you're going to be gone. You know, they probably tear tear heck out of uh, their house on them. No, no, no. They stay here and they come by and and can't sit with them. Oh God. And, uh, they sleep most of the day. You know, if nobody's here, they'll sleep all day, so it's no big deal. But I'm trying to remember there's another group. Um, oh, Toledo. We'll be doing a, a Zoom presentation with Toledo. So next year is really filling up from a you know, forum and seminar perspective. It's going to be fun. You know, and I'm already getting ready to start on another book. So, it's going to be a busy year. You know, and I, I actually had the workbench cleared, and it's already <laughs> it's already messed up. Well, the storm, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of damage, but I had a little bit, and uh, have a have a leak somewhere that I have to fix, and so I've had to pull down some trim, and then. Uh, Having one of my bathrooms being refinished, so the house is torn up again. So, what book are you working on next? Um, number four. <laughs> number, actually, it's number five. Um, this Did I miss one, Jet? I've got three Arduinos and then the microwave networking. Oh, okay. Excuse me, I stand corrected, sir. So, what's, <laughs> can you talk about what the next book is, or you have to keep that under wraps? No, I can talk. Um, at this point, there's actually two book projects we're looking at. One, since the first two Arduino books are out of print, we're looking at doing a best of uh, compilation of the best projects in those first two books, well, three books, and updating them, modernizing them, adding all the, the bells and whistles to them. And then another one is a book of all new projects that it, 
kicking around. I mean, I can show you this. This oh. is the oh, box Lord. of projects to be with some notes. I mean, let's see. Oh, there's a USB experiment board. Uh, oh, that's a micro X mod. Rain and water sensor. Something for the Arduino. A 20-meter receiver kit. Uh, a VHF modulator. A micro X board. HW16 capacitor kit. X parts, six-band sideband transceiver. We're only halfway through the box. Uh, a modification to the MFJ antenna analyzer to hook it up to a PC. Something near and dear to my heart, a heartbeat detector. Uh, make sure I still have one. Seven-inch TFT display. Five-inch TFT display, a two-meter receiver kit. That's going to be for a GPS-based fox hunt receiver, tracker, triangulator, an FM stereo radio chip, um, another 20-meter transceiver, parts to build a time-domain reflectometer, no way. What are you going to use that for? Those are good tools. What do, you, what do you use a time domain reflectometer for? That's a mouthful. Well, I don't know. Is it kind of like a kryptonite paraphase thunderbolt greaser slapper? Yeah. Um, well, and actually, Alan and I are going to be working together on this. He's going to do the theory side. Um, a time domain reflectometer, um, you use it with an oscilloscope. And it sends a signal down the line, and you can actually see on the scope. And if there is a break or a impedance imperfection in the line, you can see it, and you can tell how far out it is. Mm -hmm. Shorts, opens, impedance changes. Yeah, they're exactly. awesome tools. And so yeah, I think I think I may have one of those. Well, there was a a, Man. a circuit in one of the magazines or something somewhere not long ago, and. So I got all the parts in, and it's going to be built. And it, I, this is only one box. Man, I may, I may have something like it. I haven't used this thing in 100 years. Let me see what this is. Let's, <laughs> let me look at this. This might be interesting. You might you might tell me what this is. Let's see. So here we go. Let me open it up. Let's see. Okay, wait a minute. It's pretty heavy. Now I got to pin his camera so I can see what he's got. Pretty heavy. Let's see. And this is an Arduino-powered uh, sideband and CW receiver mm -hmm. for HF. Right. Hey, hey, this is... Look at look here what I got, man. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell what this is or not. This is a... Uh, this is... Oh, wow. This is cool. Look at here. I, I hadn't pulled this out in years. This is a coaxial... Metallic time domain reflectometer. There you go. If you can read that, let's see. It disappeared all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so. You know, I don't. I don't know, man. 
What can I do with this thing? I can measure cable with it, huh? Yeah, you can basically, um, we use that back in the day to yeah. determine how far out, you know, we had a bad, a break in a cable. Yeah, or yeah, a bad, yeah. You know, bad cable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, you, you, we didn't have these really cool things you got today. Well, so uh, this is a pretty heavy, uh, let's see, you yeah. got the front and you got the back. I guess the back is the place for the cable to connect, and that's about it, man. Yeah, that and the See, power that's supply. even modern. Back in the day, we had a metallic contraption that you'd have to, you know, had a slide on it, and that would hook up to the scope, and that's what you use for the reflectometer. All right, so first, so you'll have to show me someday how to use this thing, man. Yeah. So, you know. First time I saw one, I was in the Air Force, and I worked in PML, the Cal Lab, and one came in for Cal, a Tektronics TDR. It was, it was like... Oh my gosh! This is the best invention in the world. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, Rise Bond. Have you ever heard that name? R I S C B O N D. Rise Bond. Like I say, the last time I saw one was in 1977. Yeah, that's probably when this one was made. <laughs> Let's see. The prototype. Oh, see, that's neat. It's got. Uh, Oh, that's cool. It's got all types of, uh, in the book here, all types of cables and stuff listed. Andrews cable and different types and the size and the VOP, whatever that is. Oh, that's the velocity factor. Velocity factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah because you had to take that into account. Yeah, and it's got all, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's probably too complicated for me to try to learn it, I see. Yeah, there's the book's got all kinds of stuff in it, you know. Nice. If, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, can't you use the MFJ uh, antenna analyzers as a? I think ADR you can. Analyzer? I think so. I, I think I, Martin talked about yeah, that once. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get Martin back on here and uh, tell us how to do that. Do a quick look here. Well, I need to get this out and see. Uh, it, it may be so old, it may not have. Um, you know, the new, um, I don't know, like LMR 400 and stuff like that. It may not be on here, but I guess. Well, LM, they may have a velocity factor similar. Yeah, I guess if you just yeah. can, you can probably look it up and still make the. I, uh, we'll have to try it out someday. Yeah, here you go. What? You're gonna be playing with the. Uh, you're gonna be hanging out with the uh, the Possums band. You're gonna be playing with them as well. Well, I might. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can't get on with them. I think I can play the uh, tambourine. Or no, what do you call that? Yeah. No, no, cowbell. I want to play cowbell. cowbell. I want to play cowbell. Cowbell. Yeah. You can't do the spoons. No, I want. I want to do cowbell, and I want to do. You know. Every time we practice, I want them to say, more cowbell. You need more cowbell. <laughs> yeah, actually, the MFJ analyzers, uh, it says here in their text that uh, electrical distance to an open or short similar to a time domain reflectometer. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know if that, you know, so but it's got functions very similar to it. Right, right. Probably just not the precision of a, of a true TDR. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we also need to do the conversion on, on the uh, antenna analyzer where it will go down low where I can do the 630 meter band. I'm interested yeah. in doing something there, but uh, I need the analyzer to go down there. Yeah, did, does Martin, do they have a converter that'll do that? No, uh, but I, there are some people that have it. There is a conversion that people modify it to make it work. I don't know how well it works. I'm just wondering if uh, are these network, this vector, uh, vector network analyzer, VNA, I wonder how far they go down. I don't know. They might go down. They might go down here. Okay, guys, it's after 10 p.m. here. We've uh, we've passed our window on shortwave. They've uh, we've already been cut off on shortwave, so people aren't listening anymore. And we've had a good show tonight. I think I'm thinking about getting off here, getting something, maybe a snack here, get a little snack, watch a little TV, maybe. Mike, oh, so he travels to the west. I mean, to the east there. Say when. We'll be, uh, we'll, uh, we were going to leave tomorrow, but we got too much to do before tomorrow. And it's a 10 hour drive. So, you know, we decided just to leave a day later. So we'll be leaving uh, Thursday morning uh, to head out there and we'll, uh, we'll come back so next, is, next Wednesday. Is next week's show going to be taped or are you going to be? No, I'll um, do it. I'll do it from, uh, I'll do it from North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it from there and uh, see if I can't get the dead possums over there. <laughs> if not, at least get on his radio. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to take my radio this year. Well, uh, use his radio. Well, that, yeah. That'll get him, that, 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 that you'll, give, you'll give him the excuse to get on the radio. Well, you don't need to take your radio, Tom. Just take your remote base. Well, I, I thought that, but I haven't got a remote base working, so, uh, you know, let's see. I've got, I've got a, I'm queuing up a dead possum here. Let's see. I don't know if it's going to play or not. Come on, dead possum. Play. <laughs> Can you hear that? All right, I want a, I want a different one. I don't like that one. I mean, I like it, but I like it. But let's see. Let's see what this one is. Oh, we are. I might be the same one. Oh well, we'll have some fun over there. I don't know. All right, guys, I'm gonna get off here and go. We'll see you uh, next week. I'll be. Uh, we'll be doing the show from over there. And um, Glenn, I may use that uh, that new uh, uh, streaming system that I played with here a while back. I don't know if you. I don't know if you took part in that or not. I don't think I did. Where uh, it's, uh, I give you a, um, uh, a a URL link, and you just click on it, and that puts you on. You don't. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not Zoom. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. It's uh, it's pretty cool the way it works. So uh, uh, we may use that. All right. All good, right. good night, everybody. Seven three. All right. Seven we'll three. Enjoyed it. Cheers. Bye. Take care, Tom. Take care.
Good night, y'all. Right, good night, everybody.